Welcome to the Garden Report. Mariah Giles and Bobby Manning here with you talking all things Celtics. And we're going to start with Marcus Smart. Now, both he and the Celtics in general have talked about him stepping up his shooting game, taking the shot when it's available because he does have a good shot. When his shot is good, you can tell and it's it's there. And they've really um, made it a point to emphasize on that. What are your thoughts on letting Marcus Smart shoot more? They're going to always let him shoot. That's been the thing with him since the day he got here. And it's been like, we're talking about six years now, pretty much of that being the most divisive topic among Celtics fans and people who talk about the team. Should Smart be shooting as much as he does? And in the playoffs, especially, it felt like, you know, 50% of his shots were coming from three. And he opens this year going one for eight from three. The other night, the Celtics take a million threes, eight for 45 more specifically. And he was part of that eight for 10 stretch where they took eight threes out of their first 10 to open up the Nets game. And everyone's asking again, should he be jacking shots at this rate? So it was interesting on Saturday, the Celtics come out of practice and Brad, one of the first things he said, I asked him, you know, what's been the focus with how rough of a preseason it's been. And he said, establishing roles. One of the things he said, and you know, where I pull smart out of that is we can't be trying to do too much. And, uh, you know, we can't be trying to replace the guys who aren't here directly like Kemba Walker and try to do what they do. Uh, So what's that going to mean for smart? He talked about it a little bit today. Feels like he's going to try to reel things in. And what Steven said specifically is focused on organizing the offense um, and not trying to be so much of a hero, not trying to do too much in that sense. So does that mean shooting less? Uh, Both smart and Steven said he's going to shoot when he's open within the flow of the offense, but does that mean less pull-up shots? Does that mean less threes in transition? Seems clear that they had a conversation about this. They didn't get too deep into it, but smart ended practice. I guess the last question was, uh, you know, are you going to shoot less or something to that effect? And he said, when I'm open, I'm a great shooter. So we'll see where it goes. There's been a conversation before. Uh, He's always shot a lot. I think last year he was pushing, you know, eight, nine threes per game. So I think that is the key. If he catches it and he's open, shoot away. If he's in transition and there's better options or if he's running the offense, you know, maybe don't pull up three seconds into the shot clock. Yeah, that makes sense. This segment is presented by the Legends brand. Visit thelegendsbrand.com slash Horford and use the promo code Horford20 to get 20% off your next purchase. That's thelegendsbrand.com slash Horford and use promo code Horford20. Uh, now, you just mentioned it, kind of everyone's sticking to their roles. A lot of the times in the NBA, we see these teams with one or two really powerful, high caliber players that seem to kind of run the show. Do you think that this Celtics team is going to be most effective with everyone sticking to their individual roles? Like you said, not doing too much here and there, but everyone doing their one job and it coming together that way. Because let's be real, there's not really the, any major stars on this Celtics team. You've got Jason Tatum, you've got Jalen Brown, but you know, I'm talking LeBron style. I'm talking James Harden. We don't have anyone like that here in Boston. So do you think it's the most effective for these guys to stick to playing their individual parts? Yeah, certainly. And there is a hierarchy on the team that we're seeing established. It's Tatum at the top. They're going to have the ball in his hands more. He's going to be doing more than ever before in terms of ball handling, in terms of creation. He's made that clear from what they're outlining for him this year. Jalen Brown's the interesting one 
do they have him on the ball a little bit more? Do they have him creating for himself in, in that regard? We haven't heard from him since this whole role thing became a, a topic, but he seems like the number two option on the team. And if they're pulling it back from smart in that regard, and they're focusing on him setting those guys up more, I think that's how this is going to be most effective. But I do look at smart because he's going to have the ball in his hands more than anyone else. And it's going to go one of two ways. Either he's going to be trying to do a ton with it himself, or he's going to be setting up guys like we've seen him do in the past. So those are going to be the keys there. As for everyone else, it's all uncertain. So, like, you know, wh- who, what's an Aaron A. Smith's role going to be? What's a Peyton Pritchard's role going to be? They're so early into their careers that they're going to have to feel it out themselves. And I think it's tougher to imagine what those guys are going to be doing. But you're right. Role players, they got to stick to their roles this year and kind of just defer to Tatum and Brown to do a ton for this team. Is it always going to be successful? No, but it's, it's what they're going to have to do to survive early in this year. Yeah, absolutely. Early in this year is the key word there. I feel like there's going to be a lot of growing pains to start out the season. So I guess only time will tell. For all of our Celtics coverage, head to clnsmedia.com and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. All right. This has been the Garden Report here on CLNS Media, brought to you by our exclusive online wagering partner, Bet Online. Go to Bet Online AG, use the promo code CLNS50 for 50% off on your first deposit. Once again, betonline.ag, promo code CLNS50 for 50% off on your first deposit. Bet Online, your sportsbook experts. What's up, everyone? Welcome into the Garden Report. Mariah Janos and Bobby Manning here talking all things Celtics. We're going to talk about Tristan Thompson. Uh, He's been nursing a quad injury. He started practicing last Wednesday. Bobby, what's the latest on him? You got anything for us? It looks like he's going to be back sooner than the team thought, at least from his perspective. He seems ready to roll. He jumped into practice on that Wednesday, and I actually wrote about it that day. It didn't seem like anyone noticed, but he was in five-on-five action. And they had a video out of practice of him playing the center spot against Taco. And it was just a half court action. He hasn't done, uh, he hadn't done full court work at that point, but within the next few days, He's in full practice. It looks like the last two practices on Saturday and today, he participated in full. So it's going to be pretty much a game time decision on Wednesday, I'd imagine. The trainers are going to see how they feel about him. He seems ready to roll. Uh, He wanted to get into practice right away after they got destroyed by the Nets in that preseason game. And in his words, light a fire under their ass. And he did. It's everyone was saying in that practice that he brought an extra level of intensity out there. So I'm thrilled. This is a guy I've been looking forward to seeing more than anyone else on the team this year. It's a guy I've wanted in Celtics green for years. So the fact that he could be out there to start this brutal stretch to open the year could be a game changer because, you know, there's a lot of questions on the wing. You know, we have all the production and scoring questions, but I feel like this guy could just be a solid core for the team at that center spot. So if he can be out there opening night, it's going to be huge. Yeah, absolutely. This segment is presented by The Legends Brand. Visit thelegendsbrand.com slash Horford and use the, the promo code Horford20 to get 20% off your next purchase. That's thelegendsbrand.com slash Horford and use promo code Horford20. Um, so you kind of just mentioned it with lighting a fire, if not just the mental game, how helpful can a fully healthy Tristan Thompson be to this Celtics team? I think he can secure them being a top five defensive team and even top three, maybe even number one is what they're going to have to be this year. And they were close last year. I believe they finished the year number five in defense. And that was with Daniel Tice to his credit, a great transition defender, excellent team defender, a shot blocker in that sense. But Tristan, if he's healthy, if he's mobile, 
And if he's locked in and starts meshing with the other guys right away, this can be a, you know, centerpiece defensive uh, center for your defense. And the way he defends the pick and roll, the physicality, the size he has, he looks absolutely jacked in that presser. Like he looks like he put on some muscle coming into this season. I'm sounding like his biggest fan right now, but I love this guy. I love this guy's game defensively, the rebounding. He averaged 10 rebounds a game last year. There's so much that he's going to bring to them uh, physicality wise. And, you know, we saw in that Nets game, Daniel Tice, he fouls a ton. So, you know, if Tice picks up three quick fouls, all of a sudden you have another starting caliber center right behind him. So there's so much that he's going to provide. Offensive is, offensively is going to be the question. Uh, is he giving them a ton in the pick and roll? Does he start shooting more threes? We'll see how much he gives them on that end. But defensively, he's still elite. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how he kind of gets in the mix with this team and seeing he's clearly excited to be here. So I'm just excited to see if it actually translates um, and we'll find out pretty soon. Hopefully uh, for all of our Celtics coverage, head to clnsmedia.com and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Garden Report is brought to you by Legends. Looking for a great holiday gift for your husband, boyfriend, son, looking for new brands. Well, try the Legends brand. One of the best brands out there for men's athletic apparel Based in Los Angeles, the products are high quality, all the performance features that you would expect as an athlete, a style and comfort that makes for all day wear. You've got the Hawthorne Tech hoodies for joggers, perfect fit, won't break the bank. A lot of top athletic brands charging 100 or more for hoodies and sweats. Legends hoodies and joggers are 75 bucks. Okay, so once again, Legends brand. Go to legendsbrand.com backslash Horford. Use the code Horford20. Once again, legendsbrand.com backslash Horford. Use the promo code Horford20 to get 20% off on your next purchase. Do it today. Once again, legendsbrand.com backslash Horford. Promo code Horford20 for 20% off your next purchase. The NBA season is upon us, and we're taking a look at what's in store for the Celtics on opening night. I'm Mariah Jonas, joined by Bobby Manning. This segment is powered by our exclusive wagering partner, BetOnline.ag. Go to BetOnline.ag and use the code CLNS50 for 50% off your initial deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, code CLNS50. All right, Celtics, Bucks. The Bucks are favored by three and a half points. I just said this off camera. This seems a little yeah. low. To me, what what are your thoughts on this spread, Bobby? Well, I always think you should bet with the most knowledge in your favor, and we still don't know if Tristan Thompson will be ready to go in that game. I think that could put the Celtics in a much better defensive position against Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, but you're right, three and a half for a team that just lost one thirteen eighty nine to the Nets and hasn't looked all that sharp early in training camp. I'd be going Milwaukee there for sure, and probably any scenario. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I just don't see how it's going to be a three-and-a-half-point margin. I think it, it should be bumped up by – I feel like it's going to be like a 10-point margin. Is that just me being crazy? I mean, they haven't – like you said, the, the Celtics haven't really given us anything to really be – I guess, excited for, if that's yeah. the word. Yeah, and Stevens has been pretty honest about this. It's their – core guys not playing well in the preseason this wasn't you know taco and aaron naismith coming in and giving away 30 points the other way and leaving a big margin by the end of the game they were getting down badly early in these games in the preseason against good teams and the bucks you know in terms of regular season production have been better than anyone in the nba over the last two years so they're going to come in explosive 
And, uh, you know, they got Drew Holiday now, who's going to be a big addition for them defensively against Marcus Smart. It's going to be a tough game for the Celtics to score, uh, run their offense. And, you know, who's going to stop Giannis is always the big question. So I think we're in agreement here. Bet Bucks. be the 2021 NBA Eastern Conference champions? Well, it's way too early to tell, but we're going to talk about it anyways. I'm Mariah Jones, joined by Bobby Manning. This segment is powered by our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Go to betonline.ag and use the code CLNS50 for 50% off your initial deposit. That's betonline.ag, code CLNS50. Now, taking a look at this list, we discussed it almost last week, maybe a couple weeks ago at this point, but um, the Bucks are the favorites, followed by the Nets, then the Celtics, Heat, Sixers. What um, are your thoughts on this top five list right here? You know my thoughts from last time, Mariah, on the Bucks, who I'm not thrilled about, and the Heat, who I love, and the Raptors, who feel a little bit underrated. But I want to hone in on the Nets and the Celtics because we saw them play on Friday, and I finally convinced most of our you know, colleagues here at CLNS Media that the Nets are a problem. Kevin Durant looks back, his prolific scoring self, and that's the best player, best scorer, rather, in the NBA if he's back to his old form. Plus, he's got Kyrie Irving healthy and rolling. And then you look at the deeper levels of their bench, whether it's Karis LeVert or Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Jeff Green and Bruce Brown barely played in that game. They're so deep on their bench, and those are excellent players. you got to remember, this is a year where COVID could knock out different parts of teams. Uh, there could be injury concerns with how short the offseason was, and that team's loaded with depth, so that gives them as much of an advantage as anything else. Uh, so the Celtics are kind of the opposite in that sense, right? Like it's Tatum, Brown, Smart. And then, you know, if any one of those guys went down, this team would be screwed. Uh, so I'm interested to see. They're still ranked third on Bet Online. Seems kind of high. And a lot of other sites and projections early in the year have them pretty high too. I think they could work their way up to the four seed and look good by playoff time. But as we talked about in our last video, the early season is going to be tough for them. And there's so many question marks, a ton of young players we don't know much about. And even the uh, veterans on this team are moving into new roles we never have seen them in before. So the Celtics feel a little bit high on this. Uh, the Nets, I would still call them the favorite over the Bucks. Hey. 